Hey, this is your host, Jeremiah Latimo, and this is Gates of Perception. The totality of the universe is it's just perception. And uh, it's how we perceive things. And uh, there are no facts, only interpretations. The, the psychical events are facts, are realities. And when you observe the stream of images within, you observe an aspect of the world, of the world within. And so, you see, the man who is going by the external world, by the influences of the external world, say, society or perceptions, sense perceptions, thinks that he, he is more valid. Don't relate yourself to any person, anything, any idea. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode today. I'm really excited about today's topic. I've had a couple of questions come in from just my Instagram and different social accounts about women and even men asking me, what am I supposed to be looking for in a woman? And women asking, you know, what does a man that's mature, a man that's embodied, a man that's healing what is he looking for in a woman what does he want what is he looking to attract and what turns him on and so this episode is dedicated to just answering that question but also focusing in on what men that are mature men that are embodied men that are actually going deep into themselves and healing what they are not attracted to what they do not want and the things that will literally repel them And I'm only speaking from my own direct experience of being in my own journey, healing from specific toxic behaviors and traits and embodying ones that are more mature, ones that are more authentic to me. And in doing so, I went through a process of looking at where my attractions were with women and how that didn't actually resonate with me anymore, like where that dissonance why was I no longer attracted to a woman expressing herself in a specific way or me expressing myself in a specific way in relation to a woman? And I noticed that that was because I was maturing and that also initiated the release and recalibration of me as a man and and what I chose and felt was authentic for me to show up as. So that's what I'm going to be going into today. But before I really dive into it, I also want to share, I I know I haven't talked about this on other episodes, but when I speak of men or when I speak of women, I'm primarily talking about the energy of masculine and feminine. Nothing I share, no message I share is excluding a specific group of individuals or a specific community of people that express their gender in a different way. So I just want everyone that's listening to know that when I speak of men or when I speak of women, I'm saying that a masculine dominant individual does A and B or a feminine dominant individual does A and B. And that's really important. I just want everyone listening to know that. So let's dive into the episode. So when men starts to mature, you can sense the maturity of a man based on the things he values so his values tell you where he is 
where he is in his own healing journey, where he is in himself and what he thinks of himself. So for example, a six, seven-year-old little girl values at that age a blanket to cuddle with before she goes to sleep. She values her teddy bear that cuddles her and is present when she's afraid of the dark or whatever it may be. She values her parents leaving the light on before she goes to sleep. She values her mom cooking all of her meals. Whatever it is, at that time of her development, these are the things that she's going to value. But as she begins to develop, her values begin to shift. She no longer values or relies on her teddy bear. She no longer relies on her blanket. She no longer relies on her mom making her food and preparing her bed before she goes to sleep. Things like that. She starts to no longer value in the same way she once did before. And what she then starts to do is to value different things like responsibility, like making her own food or going to school and getting good grades or being a better big sister. Whatever it is that you can sense the maturity of that child based on the things that they begin to value. So the values continue to change and shift as she develops. That child at 25, 28, 30, her values are different. Now she values quality time with her children. Now she values quality time with her husband. Now she values her own alone time. Whatever that is, you can tell based on the values where the maturity is at. So the same applies for all people, is that as adults, when we get older, our values shift. But in relationships, our values also begin to shift. Sometimes they remain the same, but they become more refined. So me as a child, I may have valued time with myself, right? Just watching cartoons. But now I still value time with myself, but I'm focusing on the quality of the time with myself. Like, what am I doing in the time with myself? Am I meditating? Am I reflecting? Or am I just shooting the shit? Am I just being with myself to be with myself? You know, am I really spending time with myself? Am I really honing in on that hour or that day or that two minutes that I have with myself to really be with everything that I need to be with. Sometimes the values remain the same, but they become more refined. So when men are in their immature expression, they're constantly looking for women to validate them, to validate their worth, to validate their existence, and to value to value them. So the extent that a man will go to in his immature expression to be seen to be valued to be appreciated for what he does is that he will then value the dynamic of the damsel in distress and the knight that comes to save her that is a story that he will appreciate that is a story that he will more likely end up showing up in in the relationship where he's either the damsel or he's the knight that comes and saves the woman so it's valuing or valuing that story because it brings value to his own identity or it it props up his own value that he doesn't really feel is there so it's like men in that immature state then enjoy being with women that are afraid of their own power are operating from a very wounded expression of their femininity because then that means that they feel that they deeply need the masculine 
that they cannot live without the masculine, right? Not from its essence, but from this like codependent state. So a man then in his immature expression feels like this is where I fit in. This is where I need to be. This codependent entanglement of, hey, help me see my own worth by denying your own. So the reason this dynamic, this story works is because he desperately needs to feel valued and she desperately wants to be rescued from herself. So when men are operating from their immature expression, what they value is a woman that does not speak her mind, a woman that has no connection to her power or has abandoned it or is disconnected from it because what he values is not being questioned. What he values is being able to bulldoze over a woman, to be able to control her, to be able to deny her agency and not have her question his actions. Because he doesn't want to question his own actions. He doesn't want to face responsibility. He doesn't want to have accountability, right? So in his immature expression, he wants a woman. He values a woman who isn't going to be his accountability partner, isn't going to check him. So he isn't going to value a woman that tells him when he's being immature, that tells him when he's out of integrity, that tells him that he's not being much of a man in that moment because he doesn't want to question himself. He doesn't want to look like he's not certain of who he is he doesn't want to question his own worth what he values is a woman that doesn't question it either or doesn't tell him that she's questioning it so he then never has to ever face responsibility or accountability and that shows immaturity because when a man begins to mature what he values is responsibility what he values is accountability because there's power in accountability you know when somebody holds you accountable you then have the power to change. So men that are immature do not value the change that comes from other people telling them where they're not showing up, telling them where they're not really being authentic, where they're not having integrity because they don't want to question themselves. They don't want to sit with themselves and ask, how have my actions impacted the people around me? When a man begins to mature, He craves that level of responsibility, the responsibility that he has to himself and those around him and how his actions influence and impact people, both in positive and negative ways. He's concerned with that. So he gladly welcomes people that see him, not just for who he is, but see him when he's not being who he really is. And more than anything, he values a woman, a partner that does that. And is firm in that because that's support. Like what men really want is support on their journey. Men appreciate working towards things, working towards their mission, working towards their goals. But throughout that period, men appreciate support. So if I'm working towards my goals, if I'm working towards my mission or whatever it is, I need support. And that support can also show up as a mirror, a mirror showing me where I'm not showing up. Showing me where I'm not being myself. Showing me where I'm out of integrity. And this is a big reason why you see older men prey on younger women. Because the older women, the women that are in their age group, actually see right through them. Have actually been with men like them. 
have heard the same things that they've said and have seen the same expressions of masculinity before, have seen the same patterns and behaviors and have learned from it. So what's that going to create is a space of accountability. She's going to hold him accountable. She's going to make sure he's responsible for his actions and he takes into account how that's impacting her. But immature men that don't want that level of responsibility, that are afraid of that kind of accountability, they seek out women that are then younger than them, right? I'm 45 and I'm still in my quote-unquote prime and I can still date women. I'm not going to go for the women that are in my age group, right? If I'm immature, I'm going to go for the women that are 25, 19, even younger, right? Because then from that state, the woman is not matured enough to start to pick up on my little toxic behaviors, the things that I'm doing that are kind of out of integrity, because I don't want that accountability. I don't want that reflection. I don't want that mirror. So these are the kind of women that I'm going to be attracted to. But as I mature, I want that level of accountability. I want that kind of responsibility. I want a mirror telling me where I need to improve. So when a man begins to mature, that's one of the biggest things that he begins to then start to value. He starts to value a woman that speaks her mind, a woman that speaks from her heart and lets him know how it is that checks them that is completely comfortable with letting him know that you need to improve here you did something that really dishonored me that is something he values because he wants the responsibility that comes with having her in his life that comes with protecting her heart that comes with being a man in integrity he wants those responsibilities so that is one of the biggest things that he begins to value and dissonance that he forms is two women that do not speak their mind he's no longer attracted to women that can't speak their truth that shrink themselves for the men around them or dilute who they are to be more digestible that immediately becomes repelling because he knows for himself that she's not connected to the wisdom of her heart she's not connected to the oracle within her she's not connected to her own truth Either she is or she's, she chooses to betray it. She chooses to abandon it. She chooses to neglect it for the comfort of other people. So when a man matures, this isn't something that he's not interested in. He wants to be the best version of himself. He wants to rise to that. But he needs a woman that continuously reminds him and corrects him and that redirects him and lets him know like, hey, you're doing this, but this is what I know you're capable of. Like that is something that he really values and begins to really cherish and appreciate and also encourages. So that's one thing that mature masculinity or mature, a mature man begins to do is that these qualities in his partner, in a woman that he sees, he also creates space to encourage it, to celebrate it, to allow it to grow, to allow it to develop and become refined within her. He's no longer shutting it out. He, so the immature man, when a woman begins to speak her, her truth, begins to embody her more of who she is, he, instead of celebrating it, creates spaces and develops tactics and behaviors such as gaslighting, right, to keep a woman away from her intuition, right? Because if I'm constantly leading you to question yourself and who you are, how much of you is going to actually be connected to your own truth? How much of you is going to be connected to your intuition? So as an immature man, that actually benefits me because you then 
You're going to embody my truth. You're going to neglect your own truth for mine. That works out for me because then I don't have to question myself again. There's nothing for me to be accountable for. There's no responsibility for me to take. So what immature men do is then they develop all these tactics and mental games to keep women away from their truth, to keep women out of their own bodies, to keep women away from their freedom and their choice. Because the more they're disconnected from their bodies, the more that they're disconnected from their intuition, the less likely they are to speak their truth, the less likely they are to check and correct men and let them know where they're not showing up. So that's one of the biggest things. And you can clearly see that, you know, men gaslighting women is just trying to disconnect them from their own truth, you know, trying to get them to question reality so that so that there's no accountability. So. That is one thing that goes out of the fucking window is like, no, I need to encourage this. I need to support her in expressing more of her truth and being comfortable in telling me that. So so with that comes a woman that is deeply rooted in herself, right? That's deeply anchored in her heart and really in sync with her womb and is listening to her body, is at a home in her body. That is very attractive to a mature man, right? Because she's radiating this feminine energy. She's radiating self-love. She's radiating all of the love and care that she pours into herself. And it's magnetic. But when she's in that space, what happens is that when a man begins to form an attraction to that kind of woman, to that kind of expression of femininity what he also no longer becomes attracted to is the other side of it to where a woman is calling him is attracting him from her own wounds from her own inability to be with herself from her desperation right i need a man i need a man i cannot go on without a man i'm getting older i need a man i need a man now i need a man now that desperation that 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 state of the feminine that's literally just desperate desperate for a man to love her desperate for a man to be with her desperate for a man to protect her desperate for children right and she needs a man to have children that level of desperation becomes repelling because the woman is not calling a man she's not calling him from being seated in herself from sitting from her throne She's calling him from the dark forest of her own mind, the dark forest of her own wounds, because she can't make it out. She hasn't really pulled herself together and said, let me make it out of this dark forest. Let me confront myself. Let me see what shadows have been lurking. Let me see what pain I've been avoiding. Let me be in my body again. And from that place, I will call in my partner. I will call in the man that's for me. Right. That requires a lot of solitude. That requires a lot of being in your body, not operating from the neck up and thinking always and being in this disempowered feminine state that requires a woman to really be with herself, take time to be with herself, whatever that looks like. Right. And no longer calling or attracting him or her partner from the avoidance of her own pain, from the avoidance of her own wounds. And because he knows that she has gone there, that she has made it to the other side, and that she's now in a place to receive him from her throne, from her queendom, 
She's calling him in and saying, hey, come sit with me. Stand by my side. Not, I need you. I need you. I'm in this desperate state. And I, I, I can't live without you. Like, I, I, I can't face myself. I need you now. That level of desperation is not attractive. It's repelling. A mature man does not want that because what that communicates to him is that she is in her princess energy. So the princess energy is unattractive because when a woman is in her princess energy, she is doing everything to avoid being with herself, to avoid confronting her pain, being in her body again. So in order to avoid that, she fills the space with a man. She fills the silence with the man's presence, right? Because she's avoiding the work that she has to do on herself. So she's avoiding the work by allowing a man to come in and save her, allowing a man to come in and rescue her from her own pain, allowing a man to come take her away from her own shadows and the things that she needs to see in herself. She's placing that responsibility on the man. And she's placing that responsibility on the relationship. My happiness cannot be found with me. My happiness can only be found within my relationship. So this idea is rooted in this kind of princess energy that's not standing as a queen. And no man wants that when he's mature because what she's going to do is call the prince out of him. And the prince is the one that thinks the world revolves around him where he can just use everyone for his own benefit. That's the prince. He doesn't have to really assume responsibility. He doesn't have to really think about how his actions are affecting other people because he's the prince. Everything revolves around him. He's soon to be the king. So that prince energy then comes out when he's also with a princess. So when a man matures he's no longer attracted to that princess energy. Take care of me. I need you to be there for me in every way that I'm not being there for myself. It's not attractive at all. It's literally repelling. So he wants a woman that's in her seat, that's in her heart, that's in her body, that is in tune with herself. Because that calls in his own king energy to fully rise and to begin to mature and to begin to develop. So that's attractive. Because now he's ready for that. He's ready to embrace that. He's ready to become that. So one of the biggest things that also happens when a man matures is that he stops seeking his mother's approval. He stops seeking her validation. It stops becoming the primary driver of his actions. And that also reflects in how he relates to women. Because... At times, men are attracted to controlling women, women that micromanage their every action because what is happening is that he is looking for his mother's approval. So when a woman is controlling, she's telling him, you need to be this way, you're not being that way. Not from the essence of correction, she's just controlling him. She's just micromanaging him. She's just not allowing him to lead. She's not allowing him to assume the form that feels most authentic for him she's telling him like you're not doing this and you need to be doing this by her definition not his not one that he's formed for himself not one that's authentic for him she's telling him so when she's doing that what happens is that he can then continue to look for her approval 
you can then look to her and say, Hey, I'm doing this now. What is, is that better? You know, am I, am I showing up in the way that you need me to? He's constantly looking for her approval in every action he takes. She's the primary driver of his development. And when the approval and validation of a woman is a primary driver of the actions that a man takes, then what she becomes is his mother. She's not his partner. She's not his woman. She's his mother. So when he releases that need to have his mother's approval, he also releases the attraction to women that are controlling and micromanaging his actions and telling him what he needs to be and telling him what he's not. He doesn't, his self-esteem, his confidence is no longer supplied by that. It's become self-sourced. So he knows for himself his value is based on, he then shifts how he determines his value. You know, he doesn't determine based on, you know, how am I showing up in relation to the image that this woman has of me, but the image I've that I have for myself and what I envision for myself and who I'm becoming. When a woman is not controlling, when a woman is not micromanaging him, when a woman isn't operating as the provider or the caretaker or the problem solver, she's in her femininity. She's going from being in her mind all the time to actually being home in her body. And that is attractive because she's in her feminine. So because she's in her feminine, he doesn't have to worry about her trying to compete with him. He wants a woman. He doesn't want a woman that's leading with her masculine. Because if she's leading with her masculine, then they're always going to be in competition. There's always going to be a power struggle. She's always going to be trying to take control. He's going to be trying to take control. But the way she's going to do that is going to be from a masculine expression because she's leading with her masculine. So now what she's doing is competing between his expression of masculinity. Hey, things need to be done this way. It's not being done the right way. And his masculinity is expressing itself differently. So her inner masculine is competing with his masculine. It doesn't create a harmony. It just creates a lot of distrust it creates a lot of friction it creates a lot of tension in the relationship and what he wants is a woman in her feminine that can lead with her feminine because that gives him that provides him the space to lead with his masculine right to provide the safety and the structure and the stability that's needed while she leads with her feminine and that's her leading from a space of intuition following her heart being in her creative space fully resting and listening to her womb. And that leadership is needed. That's what he wants. He wants her to lead from that place because that's also going to refine him. And he's creating that stability. He's creating that direction. He's creating that structure for them to grow in or that destination or whatever it may be. But he's leading in his own way. And this is what both people want, you know, more polarity in the relationship. But when a woman is leading with her masculine, she has her masculine shield up. She's very defensive. She's always questioning him. She's not really trusting who he is. It becomes repelling because he wants a woman that can trust his leadership, a woman that can trust his guidance because he's ready to assume responsibility. So he needs a woman that can trust him, that can trust where he's leading her, that can trust where he's leading them. So all of this creates an opening for what all mature men want is the surrender of their woman. And when she's in her feminine expression, 
she surrenders to his guidance. She yields to his direction. And that's what all men want because they're now their value, their validation, their approval essentially is sourced from how easeful her life is, how relaxed her nervous system is, how much she's resting, how much she's in her femininity and the container that he's providing that allows her to continue to do that, to discover herself, to feel free. Those are the things that he begins to then value is his ability to create the structures and the stability that allows a woman to be in her feminine expression, to love herself unapologetically, to be wild, to be untamed, to recognize her freedom and to express that in all the ways that she feels authentic, all the ways that feel genuine for her. That's what he then values. That's what he values the most. But he can only, he can only begin to create that when he feels her surrender. Because her surrender indicates to him that she's in her feminine, that she's living fully from her feminine. And that's what he wants. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I hope from the episode that you recognize that I'm primarily speaking of the essence of these actions, the essence of these qualities of the masculine and the feminine, and how they choose to manifest themselves through specific people, through specific genders, through specific couples, is unique to them. But the essence, in its essence, it's always the same. Uh, so thank you so much for joining this episode. I wish you a beautiful evening or a beautiful morning, and thank you for taking the time to listen. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.